Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and with us this morning, the, let's just say the like-new president of the University of Texas at Tyler, Dr. Michael Tidwell, our guest this morning. Good morning, Dr. Tidwell. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Great to be here. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Dr. Michael Tidwell, you started January 2nd, 2017. You had officially been named the new president of UT Tyler, replacing longtime president Dr. Rodney Mabry uh, late last year. And on January 2nd, you took the job. Let's just get a quick rundown of what life has been like for you, your family, and for UT Tyler in the few weeks you've been on the job. Well, first and foremost, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, speak with you today. You Life in Tyler has been wonderful. Uh, brought with me uh, not only my wife, but my 15-year-old son, who's in the 10th grade at, uh, at All Saints. And so uh, it's been a whirlwind, if you can imagine. Uh, a lot of visits with community members, uh, legislators down in Austin, including the UT system as well, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously a lot of community members, faculty, staff, students here on campus. It's been a really, really fast two months, but it's been a lot of fun as well. That's good. And a little bit about you, just kind of a quick bio, um, where you were born, your experiences leading up to your appointment as the president of UT Tyler. Well, originally from Southern California, uh, born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, but I've spent time in every region of the country, went to undergraduate in Indiana, graduate school at Washington State University in Pullman, Washington. And I've worked in uh, Kentucky, Georgia, Pennsylvania, most recently uh, dean of the business school at Eastern Michigan University in southeastern Michigan prior to becoming the new president at UT Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, teaching on the international stage. It hasn't just been the United States by a long correct, shot. Correct, correct. Yes, yes. Spent uh, quite a bit of time overseas uh, teaching, traveling, uh, helping students uh, travel as well uh, in South Africa, India, uh, the UAE, uh, in the Middle East, uh, and several other countries as well. It's been a, it's been a really uh, great and informative time traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. Native of Southern California, Bachelor of Science in Communication at Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana, Master of Arts in Communication, and Ph.D. in Organizational Studies from Washington State University. I also see from your uh, online biography, basically, you've been a management and research consultant for business leaders seeking to resolve critical human resource issues since 2003. And this leads me right into your personal focus. You tell me that uh, you see yourself as uh, really focusing on the bridge between communications and management in the long term as far as just your overall career is concerned. Yes, absolutely. Communication is really the lifeblood of, of leadership, the lifeblood of business, really relationships if you think about it. And so helping managers, leaders, uh, new supervisors understand the, the role that communication plays in helping their organization be more productive, uh, efficient, and effective is, is really key. So I've spent quite a bit of time not only uh, researching and studying, but also providing consultation for business leaders in that area as well. I also published in various scholarly journals, including the International Journal of Management Theory and Practices, the Journal of Business Communication, Nonprofit Management and Leadership. It almost sounds to the untrained ear as though we're getting a little bit away from the educational field <laughs> talking about all these things. But doesn't that really speak to what a broad 
uh, phenomenon education is and how it really touches all yes. areas of life. Yes, yes, yes. You know, higher education in particular uh, is really the driving force for uh, a thriving community. And so uh, having faculty members who are published, who are uh, doctorally qualified in their area of expertise is, is really, really key. So you, know, you take a look at my credentials, but you can also take a look at the credentials of the just the average faculty member at the University of Texas at Tyler, mm-hmm. and you will see that they are as good, but in many cases, a lot better than mine because they really embrace the role that they play in helping uh, create a, a thriving environment here in all of East Texas. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I want to go ahead and say something we were talking about off air just before we started the show this morning. Your broader goal as the president of UT Tyler is to be the primary educational and economic driver for East Texas. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. We uh, believe as a UT, we have a significant responsibility, not just to the city of Tyler. Obviously, Tyler is is our home and uh, we're placed here. We're headquartered here, if you, if you will. We also have campuses in Longview and Palestine as mm-hmm. well. And so the reach that we have throughout all of East Texas is very significant. And so we want to make sure that the University of Texas at Tyler uh, is really providing the heartbeat for the economy and all education education that we see here, whether it happens to be partnering with the local school systems throughout our region, mm-hmm. or even some of our community college partners, or even some of the private colleges here. We want to make sure that we are touching education and the economy of all of East Texas and really being a driving force mm-hmm. uh, for what we do here in all of East Texas. You're talking about the UT Tyler campuses. You're talking about from Navarro College in Corsicana over to... Um Wiley College and Marshall, possibly. I'm just looking at it from a geographic yes. standpoint. Laterno University in yes. Longview, Stephen yes. F. Austin, Jarvis Christian College. Uh, yes. uh, just a vast area of mm-hmm. partnerships that you're looking to build, just from an educational standpoint, not to mention the economic piece. Absolutely. We, we have many partnerships with many of these uh, institutions now. Some of our students travel abroad with uh, some of the classes at SFA uh, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We have many faculty who partner uh, with many of their faculty on uh, research projects as you can imagine, uh, our own campus, uh, UT Health Northeast, which is run by Dr. Kirk Calhoun, great individual running phenomenal program there. We have joint partnership programs uh, with virtually uh, that institution and virtually every community college you can imagine here in, in all of East Texas. So we want to continue to nurture those partnerships, but also envision ways that we might be able to add continued value uh, to those organizations. Mm-hmm. Collaboration, not competition, Absolutely. sounds like the key Absolutely. word there. Talking to Dr. Michael Tidwell, the new president of UT Tyler on In Focus this morning. I'm John Sims. And um, a little bit about you personally. You grew up in Southern California. You have Tell us a little bit about your family roots in Tyler. That's kind of yes, an interesting yes, story. Yes. My uh, grandfather was actually uh, raised here in Tyler. He was born in Rusk, but uh, raised here in mm-hmm. Tyler. Uh, in fact, uh, this year, uh, God bless his soul, if he were, were still alive, this would be his hundredth year anniversary hmm. and so or, or birthday rather and so uh he always spoke very highly about the good folks here in tyler and hated to have to leave to go to california but uh you know like so many people during that day and age he, he moved for work reasons and uh, ultimately uh, got married and raised his family there and that's ultimately where i was born and raised in southern california but he got his roots right here in tyler Mm-hmm. And um, something about Tyler played into the name that your oldest son yes, carries yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my son's middle name is Tyler. Uh-huh. Uh, my father wanted us to uh, name him after my grandfather, who's named Ezra. 
but uh, we decided to move away from that and met him halfway and named him uh, Tyler again okay. in recognition of the, the roots of my grandfather here in East Texas. Okay, so it's Cyrus Tyler Tidwell. You got it, uh, sir. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, that had a lot to do with your choosing UT Tyler. There were other reasons, some obviously very important reasons why you chose to pack up and move from Michigan to Tyler, Texas. Yes. Uh, I had a chance to speak with uh, Chancellor McRaven, uh, many of the folks in the system office, but more importantly, uh, get a chance to, when I had the opportunity to speak with the community members and the faculty on the search committee, they spoke so highly about uh, what Rod Mabry had done to really build the institution, new facilities, new students on campus. They were really ready to take that next step into becoming Again, not just the institution uh, for the city of Tyler, but all of East Texas. They wanted to focus on community engagement, partnerships. They wanted to focus on what it would take to become a, a very well-known quantity throughout the region. And uh, I strive for excellence in everything that I do, and they certainly wanted to be able to take that next step. So it looked like it was going to be a great fit, and it certainly has been so far. The faculty have been tremendous. The community has been extraordinarily responsive as I've gone out and, and had that those conversations about what UT Tyler should be going forward. And so everything that they told me they wanted to do, they are certainly fulfilling uh, their end of the bargain and the conversations and, and the strategic planning uh, initiatives that we're putting forward today. That brings up an important point that I want to touch on in uh, pretty fair detail later on, mm -hmm. the uh, relationships you've begun to build not only on campus mm -hmm. but around Tyler and mm -hmm. around the region. Mm -hmm. Really important part of what we're talking about today. What did first impress you when you made your first visit to UT Tyler? Oh, first and foremost, it was the number of restaurants we have here. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> Some pretty well-kept secrets, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> we, uh, we had no idea, but we knew it was a nice-sized community. Uh, but we've never lived in a community of this size that had so many wonderful restaurants of all different uh, 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 genres of food, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that really impressed us. But again, it was ultimately the responsiveness of the community. When you take a look at... at uh, the number of, uh, we'll just talk about financial contributions that come into UT Tyler, well over half of those contributions come from community members. I've never been at a university where well over half of the financial gifts or phil uh, philanthropy comes from the community. Typically, it's from alumni, and we do have a large contingent of alumni that contribute both their time, their talent, and their treasure to the university. Uh, but the community has really uh, helped grow the, the scope and vision for the University of Texas at Tyler. And so that was uh, very welcome, surprising, but uh, uh, very, very happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been all over the country and, of course, around the world as well at universities of different sizes. It's been an interesting collection of experiences. We've kind of thumbnailed it so far, but uh, maybe if you talk a little about some of the specific experiences that you've had at this uh, plethora of different educational institutions yes. that have really informed uh, what what you uh, who you and what you are yes, today. Yes. Well, yeah. I kind of look at my my career in, in, in three phases or, or, or three stages. The first was as the traditional academic, and as a traditional academic, that means you're an assistant professor and you are are uh, given a, a set of courses that you teach and and you conduct your research. So my research looking at management and communication and even mm -hmm. internationalization of of various types of businesses was 
very important in the earlier stages of my career. Uh, I worked at a number of universities, University of Kentucky, which you alluded to earlier in terms of my moving around, mm -hmm. spent some time in Georgia, uh, several other places as well early in my career. The second phase is actually part of the first phase, but it, I, I speak of it uh, separately because it provided a different type of perspective for me, and that's the international travels mm. uh, that I was blessed to, to take part in. Um, having a chance to travel to South Africa for a full month with about 20 students, uh, help them experience the country, the culture, the food, businesses uh, in that country was really key. Uh, the time I had an opportunity to uh, spend and work on uh, partnerships in India, actually on two separate occasions, uh, teaching at universities there, uh, were really important to the growth and development of my career. Mm -hmm. And then the time that I've spent in the Middle East, a little bit different, but working with alumni of the various institutions that I've worked at mm -hmm. over the years uh, has been very developmental for me as well. Uh, the third phase is when I became an administrator. That was during my time down in Georgia. Um, I became an assistant dean of a business school, really focusing on external relations. How do we connect the institution to the community? Uh, and that really helped me get a greater perspective of what a university could truly mean to the community in which it is placed, in which ultimately it is housed or headquartered. Uh, from there, went on to uh, two different administrative positions as deans of business schools of progressively larger uh, institutions, both in Pennsylvania and then in Michigan, and then obviously here. Mm -hmm. But every step of that way, uh, every experience I was able to uh, take advantage of, blessed to be able to take advantage of, helped craft uh, a, a perspective and a viewpoint, worldview for me that ultimately led me here to UT Tyler. Mm -hmm. Talking to Dr. Michael Tidwell, president of UT Tyler as of January 2nd, 2017. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. And your first two months on the job, including getting to know the community. Some of this we've already covered, but, uh, well, what about the donuts? I have been asked <laughs> to ask you about the donuts. Uh, the donuts actually was a, uh, a, a fun project, if you will. Uh, it was a as I noted before, a what we call a confidential search process. So mm -hmm. that means that only the search committee knew who the candidates were as I was interviewing for uh, the presidency here at UT Tyler. So when I was introduced to the campus, no one knew me other than the few search committee members who actually came from the campus. As a result, the first day on the job, January 2, was the first time that many of the faculty and staff had had an opportunity to kind of meet and shake hands with me. So uh, we wanted to uh, have a sweet introduction, if you will, both my wife and I. And so we bought donuts for the entire campus. Every faculty member, every staff member, we made sure donuts were delivered to their offices on that very first day of, uh, of, of the opening of the spring semester of this year. So that happened to be January 2nd. Mm -hmm. And so I went around, delivered a few dozen donuts. As you can imagine, uh, the reception was tremendous. Mm. Tremendous. And pretty much got things off on the right foot, and you've just kind of gone from there, it sounds yes, like. Yes, we have. We have. We haven't stopped moving since. <laughs> okay. Now, you've also, besides delivering donuts, you had to get down to the nitty-gritty. You've talked with every group on campus and met with numerous parts of the community already. And just uh, several days ago, there was a reception for business owners. Yes. I had a chance to meet with the business yes. community. Yes. Uh, again, we've talked about this a little. Let's talk about it some more. Some of the specific experiences and relationships that you feel you've begun to build around the community yeah really key uh, you know I knew coming into the job that we would be going into a legislative session 
really as soon as I entered uh, entered the university. And so I wanted to make sure the first couple of weeks on campus that I had an opportunity to spend time speaking with and talking to and, and getting to know the faculty and staff uh, and students at, at UT Tyler. So as we started our conversations about strategic planning, we made sure that we opened it up to every group on campus and actually went to every building and had uh, held conversations, open conversations, or a listening tours ultimately what we called it. We had tremendous turnout. Folks really came out to talk about the vision, the direction, and the various initiatives uh, that we should work on over the, the next months and few years at UT Tyler. Uh, that was important because again, we are starting our, or at the time, we're starting our legislative session, so I needed to spend time down in Austin. Uh, talking to our legislators about what UT Tyler is today and ultimately what we would hope to become uh, in the future. And so I've spent a fair amount of time uh, after the first couple of weeks on campus down in Austin meeting with folks, getting to know the system, getting to know uh, our politicians both regionally and statewide to understand what are the challenges but also what are the opportunities and how does UT Tyler help uh, fit into the solution that the state is trying to craft for all of East Texas. I want to get into that. But I also wanted to talk just briefly about the uh, business leaders reception yes, a few yes. days ago. What, uh, what, what was that like? Yeah. Do you feel that it really helped you build better relationships with the business community? Yes, absolutely. Again, getting to the, the, the point of UT Tyler wants to be the driving force for both all education and all economics here in, in East Texas. Uh, we wanted to bridge the gap between the institution. Not that there was a gap before, but you know, I'm the, I'm the new guy in town. So we wanted to make sure that we provided the business folks here in town an opportunity to come in, meet me, uh, meet our various other administrators here at the institution because we do have a fair number of relatively new administrators that have been here for a year, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe a year and a half, uh, and really give us a sense of what are the needs, what are the opportunities here uh, for businesses here in, in East Texas, and not just businesses, but nonprofits and uh, even governmental mm -hmm. organizations Important. as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you see, um, if you've been able to form any perceptions so far, what do you see coming out of the current legislative session that will or may impact UT Tyler in the long haul? Well, I think there are a number of really good things that are going to come out of that. Obviously, the, the budget is the, the big question right now. Uh, the Senate has their budget, you know, the House, uh, or the reps rather, have, have put forward their budget. I know the governor has put forward many elements, so mm -hmm. uh, that'll, you know, we'll see where all of that ultimately lands. Uh, but one thing that I've, I have stressed to every legislator that I've talked to is that the state of Texas has done a tremendous job of growing its higher educational system. As, as you and I have, have, have noted over the course of our conversation, I've worked in many states around the nation in public education, and I have have not worked for a state yet that has invested as much uh, as regularly in higher education as Texas has. So whether it happens to be a good budget year or, or a bad budget year, Texas has done a great deal to help, uh, whether it's at the community college level or at the four-year university level, to help strengthen higher education here in Texas. Uh, so we expect that it's going to be a tight budget year, but we do still expect that the uh, legislature will do everything it can to continue to strengthen higher education here in the state of Texas. Okay, on the future direction of the university, I, I've been in East Texas a pretty good while now. My first visit to UT Tyler, wasn't even UT Tyler back then, it was still Texas Eastern and yes. still just a junior, senior, and graduate institution. It was 1978, and I happened to be involved in the Boy Scout Explorer program at that time. Uh -huh. We uh, had a conference at Texas Eastern University, and just 
on a personal level, looking back to those days all the way through the uh, process of becoming a four-year-plus graduate institution and watching, physically watching the university change and grow over the years. In a lot of ways, I'm sure you're just continuing a process that's been in uh, it's been in the works since, well, 1971, when the yes, un university yes, was yes, first yes. founded. First classes, I think, were held in 1973. But uh, your thoughts on the future direction of the university, where do you see it headed, and how are you, what are you and your colleagues doing to point it in that direction and get the most bang for your buck, if you will? Well, you know, really we want to be, uh, we're already a very student-focused university, but we want to continue to be that. You know, students are really changing the way they, they want to learn, whether that happens to be in class or, or, or online or at uh, alternative sites like our, our Longview or Palestine uh, campuses. Uh, we want to be responsive to the needs of the community. So many of our students are our first time of, uh, I'm sorry, our college students that are uh, the first in their family to go to college. Right, in fact, yeah. I think the most recent statistic I saw of uh, our current student body, about 60% of them are the first in their family to go to college. Mm. So the needs that that type of student will have from the, U, uh, the faculty and staff at UT Tyler may be significantly different than the needs of a third generation college student at UT Tyler. We want to make sure that we can be responsive to all students on campus. What are their needs for learning? What are their needs for uh, ancillary services on campus, for uh, residential housing, so forth and so on. So we have to bring a diversity of talent to campus to ensure that we can address the diversity of needs that our current student body has. And so we're spending a great deal of time, energy, and effort today, uh, again, focusing on this strategic plan so we can understand those needs so that we can continue to uh, design programming that will address them for the months and years to come. Uh, you tell us you're going through a planning process that will involve a large amount of information gathering from the campus and the community. What are some of the nuts and bolts of what's being done right now and what lies in the near future as far as how the campus and the community are really going to be asked to get involved in this and be a mm -hmm. part of building UT Tyler and the entire East Texas region mm -hmm. by extension over the next, uh, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 years, however far you want to look ahead? Yes, yes. Well, we're going through a multi-stage process. The first stage was the listening tour. That's getting out speaking with the community, the campus community, but also the business community, as we noted before, about what are the needs of the campus and what are the needs of the community uh, of not just Tyler, but also Longview, Palestine, and all of East Texas as well. That process has been going extraordinarily well. The second phase we'll go through will be far more specific, where we'll look at specific initiatives dealing with student success, dealing with recruitment of students, dealing with the kinds of programs, the mix of programs that we have on campus, and a number of other areas. After that, we'll begin to craft a plan uh, that looks at each of these things and then begins to set various components in place to help us measure the success of those. We'll vet that with the broader community, again, the business community, the nonprofit community, the campus community as a whole, and then we will begin to execute that plan, put that oh, okay. plan forward and execute. I, I mentioned just kind of off the top of my head, 5, 10, 15 years. Do you have any specific uh, time frames for any of this? Well, typically a strategic plan 
the life of a plan is about four to five years. Right, yeah. And so that will be in place, but we hope to have a new plan in place in about six months. In about six months? About six months. So we're moving aggressively, very aggressively. Mm -hmm. It sure sounds like it. UT Tyler's benefit to the East Texas region. Again, I believe we've talked about that, maybe in broad or semi-broad terms. Anything that you'd care to add to what you've already said about how the university benefits the entire region? Yes, you know, many people may not realize, but UT Tyler contributes about a quarter billion dollar economic impact to East Texas every single year. Mm -hmm. Quarter billion dollar economic impact. Wow. That is significant for an institution that has just shy of 10,000 students. But again, it gets back into the grants that our faculty members are writing, the contributions that folks are making to the institution, whether they be scholarships or others, that are helping students ultimately achieve both their personal and their professional goals. We want to continue that type of economic impact, but also have the social impact, the environmental impact that universities are increasingly seeking to have as well. And so the community connectivity that we begin to really truly focus on in the months and years to come will be key to making that happen. Um, UT Tyler's connections to the UT system. Great benefit for Tyler. Again, just a little bit of expounding on that. Indeed. Uh, there are a number of institutions uh, around the state uh, that are part of the UT system, and UT Tyler has been uh, blessed with that designation. And with that comes a, a significant apparatus, if you will, down in Austin, whether it be uh, to buy real estate, acquire real estate, or to handle legal issues on campus, or uh, student services issues, or faculty-related opportunities. They provide a number of things uh, Uh, initiatives, programming, funding in many cases to help strengthen the internal operation of not just the UT Austin campus, but every other campus throughout the system as well. UT Tyler has been a significant beneficiary of that. Great example is the new College of Business building uh, that we're building right there on University tremendous, tremendous facility that will have a significant impact on not just the education, but also the community uh, that ultimately uh, is able to to learn and grow in that facility as well. That came because of the great, uh, the great work of the folks at, at, uh, at the system office. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about that because I know that, uh, t- tell us a little bit about how that's going and what, what's going to, what we're going to see with regard to that business school in the next however long it takes to get that thing up and going? It should be up in about 12, maybe 18 months. And so the focus of the facility, again, is connectivity. Uh, That's the reason why we put it on university. Uh, There are very few academic facilities that are on the main thoroughfares, Old Holman and University at UT Tyler. That's true. So we want to begin to bridge the connection between the community and the university. And so that's the reason why it was placed uh, there. And so there will actually be a door, uh, a door, a major door, on University Boulevard, and it will help the community access the university in a way that they've never accessed it before. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I know that I have become so accustomed to entering off Old Omen or occasionally yes. what I've kind of always thought of as the back entrance off University <laughs> or down one of the side streets. Not yes. going to be like that anymore. It'll Correct. just, I think, really change the whole face of the university yes. and how it's perceived in the yes. community. You've also got that uh, retail and restaurant area that's sprouted up across 
University yes, Boulevard yes, in the yes. last couple of years. Yes, coffee shops, restaurants that are just across the street now, uh, new facilities, uh, residence halls. Uh, the campus is growing at a very, very rapid pace, and we'll continue to do so, but in a very responsible way, working with the local community members to make sure that uh, that they're happy with how we're conducting business uh, there in the region. Uh, but at the end of the day, the institution uh, is in very, very high demand, not just from students here in East Texas, but increasingly students are leaving Dallas. Students are leaving Houston, uh, the population centers here in Texas, mm. uh, to come to Tyler because they recognize the uh, wonderful programs we have in our business school. Uh, our online MBA program is rated as one of the best in the nation. Our nursing program, I don't know if you've seen recently, our mm -hmm. online nursing program yes. Uh, yes. is rated the best in all of Texas uh, and one of the best in all of the nation today. Our, our new pharmacy program is recruiting nationally as well. So we have a number of programs that are doing tremendous work and we're going to continue to grow those programs. You mentioned the pharmacy school and I know that's been a big one um, and you just said briefly that it's growing tremendously. A little bit about that. How are things going with the pharmacy uh, well, school? Well, they're going Fantastically. Obviously, I've been on the job now just about two months, but when you look at the not just the number of students, but the quality of students that we have in right. the program, yeah. they are significant. I spent a day with them down in Austin talking to the legislators that uh, were able to uh, work with the university to put the legislation forward to create the pharmacy school, and they're phenomenal. The students mm -hmm. are phenomenal. To hear them talk about their undergraduate education, where they came from, and how they got to UT Tyler was tremendous. They're going to be great ambassadors for us uh, when they graduate and move on into their careers. Mm -hmm. Kind of getting down close to the end of the show, but um, just looking on your website, uttyler.edu, which I recommend highly to learn more about Thank the you. university. Beautiful 259-acre. I, I had never counted the acres before, but just <laughs> going on that ever, ever since when it was still Texas Eastern University, it's yes. always been, to me, a very beautiful campus. More than 8,500 students and students from all 50 states in the union, and I would imagine international yeah. students as well. We do, we yeah. do. Yeah, we rec uh, recruit broadly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not just because of our athletics programs, people oftentimes think Which is that, another thing, your <laughs> athletic programs are growing. That's a story for another day. They are, day. yes. Yeah. Our, our softball team is uh, last year won the national title, as, as many of your, your listeners know. Yeah. Uh, but all of our other athletic programs are tremendous as well. So we don't just recruit for athletics nationally, no. but we have students who recognize the quality of our programs, the strength of our programs, and that they're going to move into great careers after graduation. And you so, bet. Uh, they come national, from national audiences mm -hmm. too. Okay. And that is about all the time we have this morning. I hope we get to spend more time chit-chatting. Dr. Tidwell, Dr. Michael Tidwell of the University of Texas at Tyler, or the new president of UT Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You bet. I'm John Sims. As always, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio, 97.5 KTBB-FM. Troop Tyler Longview, KTBB Tyler, and KTBB.com.